Hello and welcome to the All That Jazz podcast. I'm Jazz Jervis, your host, founder of The Calm Compound, coach, wife, mum, and absolute advocate for living a high vibe and abundant life. This podcast is designed to give you the tools, the tips, the habits, the knowledge, and the lols to get you taking inspired action to living your life by design. One that sees you achieving, manifesting, aligning, and cultivating everything it is that you want without having to sacrifice the good stuff. So let's dive in. Hello, welcome to the episode. I am really excited to chat to you today about the weekly reset. The weekly reset was so transformative for my life and also my marriage. (laughs) And I'm really excited to share it with you today because it actually forms part of the content inside the Calm Society, which if you listen to the beginning of the podcast, which I actually usually skip through on other podcasts, so I'm going to mention it again. Uh, TCS is my membership, and we're opening on Sunday for two days only, and we only open every few months. So why did I start this? Mainly because I know exactly what it feels like to be out of alignment but not know why and not know how to get back into alignment. Or for me, in my in my situation, to get into alignment for the first time ever. You know, I know what it feels like to be super overwhelmed and, and not know what to do about it. And it's so hard, right? Because people don't teach you this. Like, it's not like we go to school and we learn about this is what alignment looks and feels like. This is what it's like to speak your truth. This is what it's like to not attach your productivity to your worth. <laughs> Wait other way around, worth to your productivity. You know what I mean? You know, nobody tells you about all of these incredible scientifically proven benefits about meditation. We just don't get taught this and everyone does a different thing, which is fine. It's actually something that I really love about, you know, spirituality and living in alignment is that alignment looks different for everyone, but it doesn't help when you're starting out, right? It doesn't make it any less confusing. And I remember being in that position and I really wanted someone to create something that had everything, (laughs) everything in one place, meditation support, spiritual practice support, journaling, human design, and home organization. Like I knew that for me to create space in order to focus on my spiritual practice and develop that, uh, you know, and, and commence that and develop it and sustain it, I knew that my shit show life needed to become a not shit show. (laughs) And so the weekly reset became a huge, huge part of that. So if you're interested in joining the Calm Society, please visit the link in the show notes. Please join the waitlist so you don't miss the opening announcement. And let's get stuck into the weekly reset. So to properly sort of tell you why this came about, I want to take you back to last year. So beginning of 2019. At that time, I was working full-time as a corporate lawyer. For those that this might be your first podcast or you don't know too much about me, I'm now an entrepreneur, network marketer, uh, coach, (laughs) mentor, all the things. But in a past life, I was a corporate lawyer. And so early 2019, I was doing that. I also have an almost four-year-old daughter and my husband was living interstate. He was actually living in Perth and we were living in Melbourne. And my life was super busy. I had a doTERRA blue diamond team, lots of things going on all the time. And I was burned out. 
and my marriage was suffering as well because all of the ordinary things that we could do together was suddenly not a thing because we weren't living in the same place. And so the weekly reset actually became, I guess, uh, not just for home organization and sorting my life out, but also a way for us to connect with each other, uh, which had become you know, another layer of stress for us living interstate. Truthfully, like the weekly reset was the reason why I started the Calm Society because I knew that the concepts around it, because it's not just about, hey, what's happening next week? What happened last week? This is about checking in with our body, checking in cosmically. What is happening with the moon cycle? It's about doing all of that as part of the weekly reset. And that type of knowledge I feel so fucking excited that I get to teach my daughter that so that she doesn't grow up attaching her worth to her productivity and she can grow up really being in alignment from the get-go, which is so, 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 like, can't even explain. So without further ado, let's chat about the infamous weekly reset. My life has done a bit of a 360 for the better, uh, but last year I... I had all the things happening. Tom was away. I also have an almost four-year-old daughter. Uh, I had a Blue Diamond doTERRA team. So lots of things happening. And with Tom being away, like we just sort of felt like a lot of the things that we would ordinarily be doing were being missed because he wasn't in the home. And so that is sort of how the weekly reset was born. And we would do it weekly on Zoom. So we would connect even though he was in a different state and we would go through the weekly reset. And it completely changed our life because it not only was an opportunity for us to connect, but it was an opportunity for me to really start working more in alignment and start to feel, you know, over time, just less and less and less stressed. So the weekly reset happens weekly. It doesn't really matter when it happens. For us, it happens on the weekend. The first part of it is a review. So I love to start on a positive note always. So the thing we always start with is what worked well last week. Okay, positive note. The second thing we always cover as part of the weekly reset and the prior week review is, is there any area that needs simplifying, right? Is there anything that could be automated? So doing this weekly reset was how we started automating things like bills. So we don't pay, like a bill will come in and we don't have to go and pay anything because we pay, um, you know, for some of them monthly, some of them quarterly. So there's always money in there uh, and or it's direct debited. So I don't, I don't have to go and pay anything because I'm a busy lady. Like, I do not need that shit in my life. I'm also very particular, quite controlling, uh, type A personality. And so I know that if everything's automated, that it's happening. Like, that's not necessarily something that I need to delegate to my husband because I like to do those things. I like to make sure that all of that stuff, you know, all of my ducks are in a row. The second part of the simplifying, is there anything that can be delegated? So when Tom first moved away, it was very much, well, you're in another state, like you can't do anything. But turns out there was actually so much that I could delegate to him to help me with, you know, phone calls that we needed to make to, you know, the bank or private health insurance or what, you know, just those little errands that take up time that are just annoying, right? Um, I delegated things like cleaning, um, you know, meal planning, like we had a housekeeper for a little bit. And it's not always about having the financial means to delegate to other people. Like one of the things that I did, for example, at the start of my business, when I wanted time to work on my business was I would swap time with a mum that lived on my street. 
so I would drop my daughter off and then I'd get a few hours of work done and then she would drop her son off at a different time so that she could run her PT practice. So, you know, it doesn't always have to involve an exchange of money. Another thing that I did uh, early on in my business is there was um, a guy at work who, like in my law firm, and he was uh, like a graphic designer. And so on my lunch break, like I would give him oils and he would create graphics for me, you know? And then, sorry to go off on a tangent there. And then the third part of the simplification is elimination. Like what does not need to happen at all? What is just wasting a lot of time? For example, going to the grocery store every day. There is a time tracker inside the Calm Society. And when I tracked my time, I was like horrified, horrified at how much time I was wasting. (laughs) The third question as part of the prior week's review is where can I ask for help? You know, I think as women and it can just get really easy to take on everything and to feel like we have to do it because that's the only way that it gets done well. I know that that has been something that I've really battled with um, and, it, and it meant that I needed to spend the time actually guiding my husband on things that needed to happen because in our household, I do a lot of those things, which is fine. In other households, the men do it and that's, you know, who cares, whatever works. But it was something that I really struggled to let go of control of. And once I did, I was like, oh my goodness, why didn't I do this earlier? (laughs) And then I always end on a positive note with the weekly review and that is appreciation and gratitude. So the things that happened the, the week before that we are super appreciative and grateful for. And then the second part of the forecast is our weekly to-do list and the universe to-do list, right? And we create this after we have checked in on other things like where I'm at in my menstrual cycle, where we're at cosmically, uh, and just anything else, you know, any sort of priorities that need to happen that week. Now, I'm going to record a separate podcast on working with uh, the moon and working with our menstrual cycle, but effectively, it's going to happen regardless, right? Like, as females, you know, we are cycling hormonally, okay? Even if on birth control, you can use uh, the moon, right? The lunar cycle, because the menstrual cycle is about 28 days for a lot of women. The lunar cycle is 27 and a half. So, Each phase of the menstrual cycle is akin to a phase in the lunar cycle. For example, the menstrual phase, so when you have your period, is the same thing as a new moon, which is what we're in now. This is the most inward time in our cycle. And so I'll give you an example of something that happens when uh, we are doing the review. So say I am about to go into the luteal phase of my cycle, which is the phase before you get your period. Now, This is a highly intuitive time, really creative, really, really creative, very discerning, very much like truth telling. And what that means is that if I don't look after myself throughout my cycle or I don't do the things necessary at this time to really nourish what is going on at the luteal phase, I turn into a raging bitch. (laughs) This is where women typically have the most premenstrual symptoms, okay? And most of the time we put that down to, you know, conditions like uh, PCOS and endometriosis and things like that, which absolutely contributes to so much, right? From a, from a pain and emotional perspective, absolutely. But there's also an element of um, just not being aware of what's going on at this time. For example, at this time, it's really important to focus on foods that are really rich in 
fiber, uh, B vitamins, magnesium, calcium. That's what helps to minimize sugar cravings and support our liver. So when our liver is overloaded at this time, we're not eating enough liver-loving foods. That is what contributes to premenstrual symptoms, cramping, pain in the abdomen, moody, you know, low moods, right? So natural sugars are really going to support us. So on the menu in our meal plan as part of our weekly reset, we'll pop in things like, okay, we want to have some healthy like banana smoothies this week. Um, you know, like we increase liver loving foods, like vegetables. Like I love to um, switch to only having veggies for breakfast rather than having any like sourdough toast and things like that. That's what works for me personally. You can find what works for you. And we actually have a, um, like a map that has every single thing that's going on during each phase of the cycle inside the Calm Society, as well as uh, calendars. So there is like a monthly calendar for your personal life and also for your work life, which basically tells you the type of activities to do at each phase. Because when you're first learning about this, it can be quite overwhelming. So I've taken the guesswork out of it for you and created done-for-you calendars, which is amazing. Um, so that's the type of thing that we'll actually discuss going into that phase. Same with the waning moon. Like this is akin to the waning moon phase and it is an inward time. It's low energy, you know, and there's things that I can choose. Like, for example, I don't do a center. I'm on center fit because I just love Chris Hemsworth. Um, but I won't do like a hit workout during this time because my energy is low and I need it for other things in my life. So I will intend, uh, instead choose things like, perhaps yoga or a walk or just like something that's less intense, right? And these are the types of decisions that we can make only if we're conscious, only if we're conscious of what's going on and we're actually doing, intentionally doing something like a weekly reset. And even having knowledge of the fact that, you know, this time in our cycle is, you know, that's when our inner critic is the loudest, even just having that knowledge is so liberating, right? Because if we feel a bit low and we feel a bit crap, it's like, you know what? This is what happens at this phase of my cycle. And it's not an excuse to just continue feeling crap, but at least you know that there's things that you can do about it. You can be like, okay, what foods am I eating? What activity am I doing right now? Like, am I actually nourishing what is going on at this time? Have I made space to turn inward and meditate and journal? Have I made space to prepare for getting my period, like batch cooking, making sure I'm grocery shopping, finishing up any cleaning and laundry, things like that. Am I reducing the intensity of my workouts? You know, am I focused on easy admin tasks and completing projects rather than starting new projects, which is, it's not an ideal to do this. We want to save that for the follicular phase, right? Now, I don't mean to like overwhelm and overcomplicate things and I can record a separate podcast on this, but we actually have all of this inside the Carb Society because I'm a huge, huge advocate for working with this rather than against it. And I actually plan a lot of my business launches around this, around the lunar cycle, around my menstrual cycle, because I do not want to be launching when I have my period. I just don't. It just does not sound fun for me, right? I want to be in that really magnetic phase, which I know happens at ovulation. You know, when I have the highest energy, when I'm articulate and confident, this is the best time for teaching, speaking, hosting events. It's like, you know, those times when you're just like effortlessly focused and you just can bring all these amazing ideas to life. That's what happens at ovulation full moon, right? I want to capitalize on that. 
So it's not just all about rest, right? Knowing how to work alongside this is not just about rest. It's not just about, okay, well, I'll batch cook because I'm going to be a raging bitch at that time. There's so much that we can take advantage of simply by knowing about this, right? So we have a look at all of that and then we create our weekly to-do list and our universe to-do list, which is actually something that I got from the book Do Less by Kate Northrup, which is a fantastic book. I don't have a daily to-do list, really. Like I write down things that need to get done in my business, but I personally choose to not use a daily to-do list because what I was finding, particularly when particularly like when Tom was away, was that, you know, if something happened with Clem or at work, you know, there were so many moving parts in my business that there were a lot of days where I didn't get anything done you know, a lot of days. And I really felt like that was kind of setting me up for failure because I just constantly felt like I wasn't achieving anything. Whereas by having a weekly to-do list, if I had like two or three shit show days in a row, I knew that I still had, you know, four or five days to get stuff done. So instead of feeling really down that I didn't achieve what was on my daily to-do list, I'm like, right, well, that was a bit crap, but that's all good because I've got five days to go to actually get this done. So I just found it so much more liberating and freeing. And the universe to-do list we have created uh, and we pop things on there that we just haven't really found a solution for. So a lot of the time it'll be things like, um, you know, even like a business goal. I'll be like, you know what? I want to co-create with the universe on this. I want a little bit of support because I don't know how I can get this done solo. You know, that's a really great thing to do. Um, Things like if Tom and I double book something, we have one car. Uh, we just don't feel the need to have two cars personally. And, but every now and then there's something that, you know, something forgets to be put in the calendar or whatever it might be, by the way, like big fan of Google calendar. There's even a tutorial inside the calm society because that saved our bacon also. Uh, but you know, things like double booking things, right. Or needing to find a babysitter or something like that, where I'm like, I don't have a solution for that yet. I don't really want to put it on my own to-do list because I actually don't know how to action that right now. Uh, Whereas like call someone or call, you know, the bank or do grocery shopping. Like that's something that I actually have to action. Something like, oh, figure out what to do about this is not necessarily something that I can go and look at my to-do list and take, you know, like take action on it straight away. So I tend to put it on the universe to-do list. So that's sort of how we do our weekly reset. And we also obviously have a look at what's coming up as well the following week, like what's going on, what are the most important things that are happening, is everything in the calendar, is everything good to go? So there's, it's a really beautiful mix of really just like masculine, what is happening next week, and also bringing in that feminine, nurturing, compassionate side of like, well, what's going on for me right now? Like men cycle hormonally over 24 hours and women cycle hormonally over 28 days. Like biologically, we are different, right? Way, way different. And we, if we are not nourishing ourselves in the way that we should be and really working alongside something that, like I said, even if you're not getting a period, the moon is doing its thing regardless. We are all affected by that. We are 60% water and the moon has a grave, gravitational pull over water. So you want to know why you feel crazy at full moons and, and, and at new moons and when things are going on cosmically and in retrograde, like there is a reason for that. And it's not about making excuses and saying, oh, well, everything's in retrograde. So just fuck it. Let's just blame it all on that. It's not about that. This transformed my entire life. I am not over-exaggerating. Like this changed my life. The jazz, like a year ago or two, actually probably two years ago, would she have had a bath at 9.45 a.m. in the morning because I'm surrendering to the new moon in my sun sign? 
fuck no. I would never have done that. I would be like, there's too much to do. Like, that's, that's you know, like, I can do this. Push through, Jazz. Push through. No. Like, I want to take advantage of the really intuitive gifts that are available to me during a new moon. I don't want to let that go because there's too much that I want to do in my business and too many people that I want to help to let those magnificent ideas go, right? Okay, so that's it from me today. Just a reminder, please go and join the Calm Society waitlist, www.thecalmcompound.com.au forward slash the calm society we are only opening for 48 hours and it only happens every few months right it's a monthly membership you can pay annually and save or you can pay monthly you can cancel at any time that's totally fine and we have so much resources and you get everything as well you get access to everything that's previously been in there and there's also a vip option if you would like a monthly group coaching immersion with our incredible vip ladies uh, every month as well. So go and join the wait list. So excited to get to know you. So excited to open the doors again, and I will see you in the next podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the all that jazz podcast. Make sure you visit our website, www.thecalmcompound.com.au where you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this episode, we'd appreciate a review and or a rating on iTunes. Or if you just want to tell a friend about the show, that's great too. It all counts. If you liked this episode and want a deep dive on this particular topic, then you might want to check out my coaching options. Just head to my website, click on work with me and follow the prompts. Thanks again for listening. And I hope this episode has inspired you to take some spiritually aligned action in the direction of your best life. Thanks guys.